I don't know about y'all, but when I be needing to get my mind right, I use the food journals. Follow Fujo on all your social media right now. Have you exfoliated lately? Get your turmeric scrub for hyperpigmentation at www.cocoboulet.com. Get your discipline change. Absolutely. So uh, your content in large part has been the catalyst for me and my business partner really kind of changing how we've been building the business for the last 18 months. And so how's it going? uh, Well, it's going well. We're giving away a lot of free shit. So talk to me in a year or something. I get it. (laughs) Uh, And so you talk about, right, giving away your best stuff for free. Well, in this example, we're looking at a fairly conservative $1 billion hedge fund holding 25 positions long and 25 positions short in their portfolio. So they've got a self-imposed... you can do. Like, like that's just the truth. Um, and people always ask me, Gary, I want to impact people the way you do or change the world, these very heady things. I'm like, well, just do it for one person. It's action. Everybody, you know... I didn't change for them. They changed for me. Why? Because I focused on you. The end customer is the leverage, not the relationship with the person that writes the check. If you're playing long, like 18 months ago as a book and spoke nothing of LinkedIn and LinkedIn is the top thing I'm talking about is wild. It just, here's why it's wild. It's not a new thing. It just became underpriced. There's a very dark horse chance that I'm gonna talk a lot about print and direct mail, radio and television one day because the market so collapses that the price becomes actually a deal. I, I want to buy outdoor billboards when they're remnant and I could buy them for two months for 2,000 instead of 34,000. I'm unemotional. I can't wait to be at a conference like this in seven years and completely shit on social media. (laughs) Because you have to understand, you got, I wasn't making content and you weren't following along when I built my entire companies on Google. Guys, I ran ads on Google the day it came out. I bought Google AdWords for five cents a click the day it came out for wine terms. That was one of the biggest reasons Wine Library grew. I did email marketing in 1997, heavy. It was my religion. I had 90 fucking percent open rates. Like it was unheard of, but it was new. The same rate right now. Live from the blade, live from your train station. Live from your bus stops, live from your front porch, live from the Greyhound bus station, live from the corner, your corner store, wherever. It's Ninja Pimp Radio. Listening to people talk about nonsense and listening to people tell you some smart stuff too. It's a bunch of random all the time. Ninja Pimp Radio. Get up, get active, get outside. Been following your advice, which is creating content and documenting the entire journey and process of our work. I love and it. actually has been working really, really well for us. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs>
what's been interesting is the type of people that follow us now are mostly like entrepreneurs that are Asian on the 30, which Makes is sense. exactly who I am. Yep. And uh, I actually moved to Asia to be closer with that demographic. Interesting. And my question to you is, besides podcasting, what advice would you give entrepreneurs in Asia to build a personal brand? Well, I, I think podcasting is going to have a huge growth in that area. I also think that, you know, KOLs are disproportionately advanced in Asia, especially in mainland China and other places. So, you know, the ability to tap into the influencer ecosystem in that world is quite advanced. I also think that there's enormous arbitrage on all the social networks out in Southeast. So we opened up Singapore right. because we think the media costs on Instagram and Facebook and all and the platforms that play, even Line, when we go full-time to Japan and South Korea, are even more underpriced than they are in America. Our global expansion has been completely predicated on the underpriced nature of the media that we most believe in. So the answer is it doesn't change my, my answer is always the same. What are humans doing? And then bring them the most value in that channel. I mean, again, people, I know a lot of you are following at home, like the fact that crushing it only came out. You take in a few hundred bucks, congratulations. Go to bed, wake up the next day, the company's been taken over for a 100% premium by one of their competitors, and you're bankrupt. <laughs> Happens all the time. So that's why it's not that straightforward. Just because 70% of options in the United States expire worthless doesn't mean just go into the market and start selling options every day to make an income. What people don't understand in the US is that buying an option relative to buying a stock or a commodity, uh, or an index, buying an option on those products, there needs to be a marginal benefit in addition to owning the option than to just owning it outright. And if there's no marginal benefit, there's no point. Because you have to be right by a certain amount of time. So the risk-reward has to be much more favourable over the amount of time and you have to see catalysts that the market doesn't see. <clears throat> and you have to trade at the right price. If you're not trading at the right price, the risk-reward will never be in your favour. So again, this massive gap in education and understanding of how these things work exists in the United States. So the options class is a whole different class. We are in Long Beach uh, Court Tank, right? And uh, it's probably about 60 niggas in there waiting to get on the bus to go to court, right? Maybe more than that. But the court tank is full. Most of the niggas in there is from insane or 20s. But, you know, uh, it'd be a little bit of sprinkle in there. Hey, and it was this one cat. Shout out to Animosity from Mac Mafia. Because anybody who know about the Long Beach gangs, Mac Mafia Crip, 
is a uh, is a gang on the north side, right? And they don't get along with none of the east side gangs, especially insane. But uh, the Mag Mafia, they they and they they minority, right? It ain't that many of them in jail. So wherever they go, they always outnumber, right? But um, this uh, this Cambodian boy named Animosity from Mag Mafia, he was with the shit. He used to rep his shit. That nigga come in the motherfucking court tank and let it be known, like he'll come in the court tank, like, look, um, I'm Animosity from Northside Mag Mafia. And I'm taking all phase. <laughs> Ninja Pimp Radio. 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 Live. 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 All the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Nothing. Nothing. From everyone. 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 Everything. 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 From no one. You know, let's let's move forward. I love that gap concept. So gratitude. We get gratitude. Tell us about accountability. Accountability is tricky. Because people confuse accountability with lack of compassion. And I don't see it that way. You know, I view accountability as what can I control? And so, you know, when, when things like this happen, people blame. You know, people want to blame China. People want to blame their own government. People want to blame their boss, their spouse, the system. And Oftentimes there's validity in those things. The question becomes, what are you going to do about it? You know, you can go political and talk about voting. You can talk about people that are really suppressed places about leaving if they can. You know, some places you can't even leave, but leaving if you can. You know, for me, it's accountability. What can I do? You know, when a lot of our, in a very small, not as heady conversation, when my company is in trouble after, when COVID hits, because clients are telling us they're not going to pay, they have to reduce scopes. You know, first I stop paying myself, then I stop wasting money on dumb stuff. So I look at all our expenses, then unfortunately, the worst of the bunch, I have to let some people go. So the whole company, there's this movie where this guy took some pill or took some medicine and all of a sudden he understood things that he never thought that he could understand before. Well, you know what? We found something, maybe not exactly that, but close. And it's called Motion Potion. And it's all natural. Get it on Amazon right now. Get your life together. Not doing anything right now. It's late at night and you're listening to other people talk. Get the Motion Potion on Amazon right now. Stop playing. So you're really spending your time listening to pimps, hoes, and sugar babies, and sugar daddies, and ex-cons and felons talk. Why are you doing that? Huh? What's wrong with you? You got negative things on the mind? You're listening to Ninja Pimp Radio. Grab a pen. Grab a paper. As a matter of fact, go get a food journal. F-O-O-O journal. And write down these things. Stop listening. Start writing. Get up. Go. That way I get paid. Making haters yell, make day. Automated, monetized, post all day. Type of sort, tech, K. Recon, me a plate. By the bay, roll the young plates. 
with the gravite paint, grab, grab, gravite paint, with the with the gravite paint, I got the rhodium plates with the graphite paint, got the graphite paint, got the graphite paint, hey, doing what you paint. Snack down. It's like two in the morning. Close the refrigerator and listen to Bash Ninjas Radio right now. Get your stuff together. What are you doing? Listen to Bash Ninjas Radio right now. Quit all that unhealthy stuff. Get your mind Bash Ninjas Radio. Listen to it right now respectful to it but at the same time being different that's the key to actually starting on the road to becoming successful because money will come to you you will respect it but you also know to remember what I did Knowing there's a wide range of people here who are a one-woman shop to people that are trying to go from seven to eight figures. Very honestly, I want to really move this into a very aggressive Q&A session because I think, you know, just based on how many people hit me up on LinkedIn and on Twitter over the last 24 hours about this, you know, the far majority of this room at least has some level of context of what I'm gonna talk about or what I believe, and I don't think that brings you the most value. I think what brings you the most value is probably ironically, and it's fun to see Maribel here, who I've worked very closely with for quite a long time, like I'm extremely proud of my operational capability for all those incredible things that I heard you know, in the intro just now, which are super fancy and really surreal for me to think about, what I promise every one of you when I think about business that I'm most proud of is 21 years ago, I walked into my dad's store and he decided, because he was passionate about it, to renovate the house. This is like family business shit. And I was in charge. Now, I'd been in the business since I was 14, every weekend, every summer vacation. My dad knew that I in, in the past. To grow, what kind of feedback do you ask your colleagues for? Um, I try to create a very safe environment. It's funny, we have an incredible new head of, let me, incredible. I'm outrageously optimistic of the incredible woman I just hired to run the London office. And yesterday I sat down with her and I spent 20 minutes just making her feel safe. Hey Sarah, you can tell, hey Sarah, this is literally verbatim, hey Sarah, because uh, she has a big Rolodex, she's a big get for us, she has her own client base. I go, look, if somebody reaches out to you tomorrow, and they're like, Sarah, we want to talk to you about VaynerMedia, but do not bring Gary, we don't like his brashness, you need to tell me, that doesn't hurt my feelings, I'm thrilled. I, that, I'm unemotional. Whatever's the right interest of the business. You don't need to micromanage me, right? What is the one question, what is the one piece of feedback you're most curious the to The truth. Get? Yeah, but about what? 
whatever the hell is in front of them. Running an operation is not a education or philosophical exercise. What do I want? I want to know exactly what is an issue operationally right this second to you from your perspective. Start the process of affording the ability to do voice in four years. Nice. Because their business will grow much more. Love it. Thank you, sir. But real quick, and I apologize. (laughs) I'm coming back. But the reason I say voice is I think voice is dangerously close, whereas if you come up to me and say, Gary, that's exactly, like the next guy was like, Gary, that's exactly right. I'm going to be doing blockchain advertising to guarantee, you know, consumption. I'm like, that's further along than you think. Or I'm building a VR shop. Not one person you know goes home and goes and does VR, which means we're far away. (laughs) My strength is timing, not just seeing it, right? Like, I'm not talking about TikTok a whole bunch now because I just fucking discovered it. I was one of the first users of Musical.ly. I'm talking about it now because it's on the cusp of getting older, and that's why I talked about Snapchat. Even though I invested four years earlier, I wait to things hit a different level of scale that accompanies more consumers. Timing. And I build, the reason Vayner got so big was I invested in the things that I thought would be soon, and I stayed alive with my salesmanship to get there dynamic similar to why I really enjoy public speaking and I I can't thank you enough for innovating I think it's a great format and kudos to you and for all of you that were commenting here real real love please feel free to say hello any platform I know you can find me bye everyone thanks thank you Gary hey everybody on YouTube first of all thank you so much so humbled for your time I don't want to watch but Time is the biggest asset, so thank you for watching that video. If uh, if you got some value out of that, there's uh, plenty more where that came from. Feel free to check it out. <laughs> have time? You aren't. Don't have time to, you know, spend a lot of hours with your children and give them wisdom and love? you might have a more challenging relationship when they're older. Don't have time, don't get results. What I would tell them is they're making decisions and valuing something that's less valuable than this for the growth of their business. Thank you. You're welcome. What's happening, Gary? Life is good. I'm Dre Harris from Arizona. It's I've a real been, pleasure. Yeah, I've been dreaming about asking you a question. I've watched like 600 of your videos probably, so <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. But I would consider myself like a recovering bro marketer, if you will, sure. right? I was like a total whore for every yep. uh, marketing tactic trick of the day, all that bullshit, right? Yep. And so uh, your content in large part has really been the can catalyst. Can I tell you about that real quick because yeah. it can bring value? Yeah. I, I always love that story because what made you that guy when deployed against something more meaningful is going to create results. I believe I you. see it all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
It's just a dis- like it was these absolute hard statements. And I thought that, and wrongfully, that it was contextualized through the breadth of everything I was saying. Now I think I'm more thoughtful of delivering what I just said, which was find a medium. Oh, by the way, if you can't, that's okay. And, you know, but, but recognize much like work ethic, you're going to leave some opportunity on the table. And guess what? If you want to build a great business, plenty of people build it without building a personal brand. Now, if you build it, it will lead to things. Not to mention the thing that I'm doing it for. My great, 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 great grandkids are going to really, really know me. <laughs> no, I mean this. I mean this. Like, yes, I like the fact that Gary Vee brings business for VaynerMedia and other things. That's good. But that's tiny. What I really like is my, when I'm 87 and I give some advice to my granddaughter, she's going to be able to go back and look at something I said in 2015 that was consistent to something I'm telling her in 2064. And I think it's going to land better because she's not going to think old granddad is just trying to fucking tell her that. She's going to be like, fuck, this guy really believes that. I love that. I love that. But Gary, don't you think it's getting way too competitive with social media? You have people like Jay Shetty. Like of course. They've nailed of course. it. They've mass turned it into of a course. Song. Of course. That's good. It should be merit-based. But doesn't that set the bar so high for the rest of us? No. No. It, it just means that what you're going to get is what you're going to get. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. So you're really spending your time listening to pimps, hoes, and sugar babies, and sugar daddies, and ex-cons and felons talk. Why are you doing that? Huh? What's wrong with you? You got negative things on the mind? You're listening to Ninja Pimp Radio. Grab a pen. Grab a paper. As a matter of fact, go get a food journal. F-O-O-O journal. And write down these things. Stop listening. Start writing. Get up. Go. Scribbling your notes in some unorganized way doesn't do anything but confuse the situation more. Grab a food journal. All the diagrams are already laid out. It's so simple. Just use it. The food journal. Get it on Amazon. The Food Journal. F O O O Journal. The Food Journal. Get it. Get your mind right. Get your thoughts together. Think all the guys that are left over who can't move to hedge funds, who don't have the talent, who don't make money trading, and don't have enough money to trade with their own money. That's what's left you're going to be sitting next to them, learning how to trade off them. And they don't even know how to do it themselves. Because all they do is stick things in a machine. There's also another consequence to this. And we call it in the industry, the race to zero. These algorithms, which are so prevalent in the industry, and we have a gentleman here, Corvin. Corvin's a hedge fund manager who's down here to talk to you today about that later. We'll go over the basics here. 
the algorithms have destroyed all short-term opportunities in publicly traded assets to make money. Because that example that we looked at before, where the machine is buying on behalf of the client $10 million of Apple at 500 there's machines built to predict what that machine is doing. And they buy the Apple before the machine buys it. People, yeah. you foster that kind of leadership? By holding people accountable that have clout in doing the same. Cloud means influence. Yes. Uh, Get the all natural experience at CocoBoulet.com. Hey. Wipe the donut sugar off your mouth. Alright? Take a look at that. All of those dark marks, that's called hyperpigmentation. You know? And Coco Brulee, they got a scrub for that. And you should get it. Go to CocoBrulee.com. Get your skin together. Fix those bumps, man. You gotta moisturize. Coco Brulee. Use it to moisturize your skin. Coco Brulee. Go get it right now. That's where all the most successful traders in the world seem to come from. So let's find out how they make their money. Go online, type in Goldman Sachs 10K and type in the year. You'll find it in the first two links. It's out every year. It's an annual report. between pages 95 and 105, you will always find this chart. And it tells you the amount of money that Goldman Sachs makes or loses per day, how many days they make and lose. So what have we got here? Intervals of $25 million, okay? On the right-hand side, are days where they make money, the left-hand side, days when they lose money, and how much they make and how much they lose. So, in the year 2015, Goldman Sachs made money on 212 days in the trading year and lost 38 days. And this is trading operations, pure trading. Nothing to do with M&A, commissions, or anything like this. So pretty skewed to the right-hand side. And you can see that on a typical day when they make money, they make between 25 to $50 million. So there's also a tail out there as well. Look at the tail on the right-hand side, where there's up to a high. Why are you maintaining someone that has complete disrespect for you as a man? Why are you uh, holding on to somebody that doesn't honor you, that doesn't value you? Why? Some of y'all know a lot of my quotes, and one of my quotes is, a woman has to, um, yeah, a woman got to appreciate, you understand me, her teacher. The main thing that I said, and I ain't said this in years, but to understand the significance uh, uh, yeah, to understand the significance of the instruction, she got to first understand the importance 
of the instructor first. In order for that woman to understand the significance of the instructions, she got to understand the importance of the instructor first. If she don't value you, she don't, your instructions don't mean nothing. Your game don't mean nothing. Baby, you got to call me on my 773 later on, baby. I'm live right now. You know what I mean? Your instructions don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? Your instructions don't mean nothing at all. You know, I'm going to say that one more again. Always remember that. She got to understand the significance of your instructions to understand the importance of you being, I mean, she got to understand the significance, oh my God, I ain't said it in so long. She got to understand the importance of you being the instructor first before she understands the significance. One thing that you'll find fascinating is somebody who knows a little bit about my personality online. It was funny, I was smiling a little towards David. I would argue that I am the softest manager at my company and on the soft, I would argue that I am softer than 95% of the managers in Sweden. Even though on the internet, I'm a very outward, aggressive, American for an American personality because that's me as a communicator in content on the internet. The way I manage my people is very, very, very different. I would argue that the 43-year-old version of me as an executive has had to work over the last decade on radical candor. And so, you know, but on the flip side, um, what I would tell you is I think I create, at my best, and I'd like to think I'm heading to my best, I create very safe environments. If you can get your employees to feel safe, they can be their best. However, I do think that some of the advanced laws in trying to create safety and balance also creates entitlement and softness. Can you describe what a soft leader is? You use the word soft. I use the word soft too. Yeah, I, I was following your lead, but I think what we're saying, and I'm sure everybody who's listening, and by the way, I'm honored to be the first English guest. Um, I care about people's emotions and happiness and, and overall livelihood. So, you don't need to own bricks and mortar to be a landlord and make money out of property. You can buy a REIT and just get an annual dividend and do nothing. If you want to sit on a beach and get passive income, buy a residential real estate investment trust that pays a six to 9% dividend per year. The landlord by law has to pay you 90% of the rental income that they collect. What do they do? They work. What have you you done? You've provided the capital. And what are you doing? 
you're sitting on your ass on the beach drinking Mai Tais. They manage everything. So there's always opportunity cost. And also, by the way, if the property market does happen to go up in value, the portfolio of the REIT goes up in value and the share price of the REIT goes up. So you're long the stock, you're an investor. So if the property portfolio doubles in value, the maturing. You know, I find myself articulating things out loud now that I used to think people understood and were assumed when I talked. So I look back at old content, I'm like, mm, I was more definitive. Or so teaching you how to talk and how to listen. Many of you have already heard a lot of advice on this. Things like look the person in the eye, think of interesting things, topics to discuss in advance, look, uh, nod and smile to show that you're paying attention, uh, repeat back what you just heard or summarize it. So I want you to forget all of that. It is crap. <laughs> there is no reason to learn how to show you're paying attention if you are in fact paying attention. <laughs> now, I actually use the exact same skills as a professional interviewer that I do in regular life. Um, so, I'm going to teach you how to interview people, and that's actually going to help you learn how to be better conversationalist. Learn to have a conversation without wasting your time, without getting bored, and please God, without offending anybody. We've all had really great conversations. We've had them before. We know what it's like. The kind of conversation where you walk away feeling engaged and inspired, or where you feel like you've made a real connection, or you've been perfectly understood. There is no reason why most of your interactions can't be like that. So I have 10 basic rules. I'm going to walk you through all of them. But honestly, if you just choose one of them and master it, you're already going to enjoy better conversations. Number one, don't multitask. of affording the ability to do voice in four years. Nice. Because their business will grow much more.
Love it. Thank you, but, sir. But real quick, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm, coming, I'm coming back. But the, but the reason I say voice is I think voice is dangerously close. Whereas if you come up to me and say, Gary, that's exactly like the next guy was like, Gary, that's exactly right. I'm going to be doing blockchain advertising to guarantee, you know, consumption. I'm like, that's further along than you think. Or I'm building a VR shop. Not one person you know goes home and goes and does VR, which means we're far away. <laughs> My strength is timing, not just seeing it, right? Like, I'm not talking about TikTok a whole bunch now because I just fucking discovered it. I was one of the first users of Musical.ly. I'm talking about it now because it's on the cusp of getting older, and that's why I talked about Snapchat, even though I invested four years earlier. I wait till things hit a different level of scale that accompanies more consumers. Timing. And I build, the reason Vayner got so big was I invested in the things that I thought would be soon, and I stayed alive with my salesmanship to get there. Thank you. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Very good. What's your name? My name is Eric Yang. Um, Eric. I'm from Paris. Very nice. And I uh, actually built an online conference agency. And we actually operate in Los Angeles. And I've actually... So... You don't need to own bricks and mortar to be a landlord and make money out of property. You can buy a REIT and just get an annual dividend and do nothing. You, if you want to sit on a beach and get passive income, buy a residential real estate investment trust that pays a 6 to 9% dividend per year. The landlord, by law, has to pay you 90% of the rental income that they collect. What do they do? They work. What have, you do what have you done? You've provided the capital. And what are you doing? You're sitting on your ass on the beach drinking Mai Tais. They manage everything. So there's always opportunity cost. And also, by the way, if the property market does happen to go up in value, the portfolio of the REIT goes up in value and the share price of the REIT goes up. So you're long the stock, you're an investor. So if the property portfolio doubles in value, the you know when nobody takes you serious? It's because you don't write your notes down. All you do is talk. You should just listen to Bash Ninja's radio. Grab a pencil, grab a pen, and just listen to it. Instead of sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Just do it. Bash Ninja's radio. Get to it. Like 18 months ago, as a book and spoke nothing of LinkedIn and LinkedIn is the top thing I'm talking about is wild. It just, here's why it's wild. It's not a new thing. 
it just became underpriced. There's a very dark horse chance that I'm going to talk a lot about print and direct mail, radio and television one day because the market so collapses that the price becomes actually a deal. I, I want to buy outdoor billboards when they're remnant and I could buy them for two months for 2000 instead of 34000 I'm unemotional. I can't wait to be at a conference like this in seven years and completely shit on social media. <laughs> because you have to understand, you got, I wasn't making content and you weren't following along when I built my entire companies on Google. Guys, I ran ads on Google the day it came out. I bought Google AdWords for five cents a click the day it came out for wine terms. That was one of the biggest reasons Wine Library grew. I did email marketing in 1997, heavy. It was my religion. I had 90 fucking percent open rates. Like it was unheard of, but it was new. The same rate right now, I'm getting a million, I'm getting hundreds and if not thousands of emails a day or DMs from people that are thanking me for telling them to go on TikTok. It's just arbitrage. But people dig in on the thing they know and aren't willing to kill the thing that got them there. Have the more problems you have. Well, it's just not the case. The, if the, more, the more money, you only have problems if you don't manage your money properly. So if you manage it well, then you're gonna, you're gonna do okay. You're, gonna, you're actually probably gonna be more comfortable, more relaxed, have more freedom, more choice. CEO, they, can be, they can take a pounding, but if you get in their mind, that's what I used to do. I used to tell them, you know, I used to clearly try to get in their mind. And I told getting in my many different things. I used to stay behind when the search was all over and we finished searching. I used to lock myself in, lock myself in an empty cell just to hear the inmates talk. And mm. the inmates said, oh, they didn't find my weapon. I left it in the cookie box. And they said, <laughs> I gave no puppy-eyed dog thing. And then I get on the radio, come on back down. So I want the extra yard of this, you know what I'm saying? Getting in their mind and saying like this, come on, you have to do the right thing. You never know where I'm around, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm ear hustling all the time. I'm ear hustling and I got enough secret squirrels to tell me everything, you know? But the most part about that violence, I didn't condone that. I didn't do it when I was lost. When I told you back then in 85, somebody told me to hit somebody, I'm not hitting nobody just because you told me to hit them. They knew exactly. I was in charge of ESU. I had the ESU squad. All right, the, the, the turtles and everything else, we didn't do, no, we didn't go over the line. I didn't go over the line. None of my team members go on the line. Because mm. I didn't go with that. Mm -mm, don't do that. I, I report it. I report it as it is. Don't do it. Mm. They wouldn't. They knew better. They'll do it when I'm not around, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't at that level. I don't, mm -mm. no. They said it was violence. It was a cooperative thing with them resisting. But on my team, look at my history. My so history had none so, of that. So, so, you, so, so you're saying 
Why do we not have other people in our life? Why y'all always just, talk about each other? Because we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Oh, we did it this time. You know, sometimes we be missing. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get into the bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. Okay, so I wanted to talk today about sex positions for small dicks. I feel like a lot of times men, a lot, some men aren't um, as blessed in the area. Well endowed in that area. So I feel like sometimes, you know, you need extra things to help you. Like what, a dick extendo? Well, no, actually we talked about that last week. There's a thing called a dick sleeve that men use. You weren't here last week, but um, Orlando was telling us about a dick sleeve that you can actually put on your dick. And the tip is still out, so you can still feel the sensation, but it makes your dick bigger. But we're not talking about that today, because I know a lot of men probably like, I don't want to use no dick sleeve. Or a lot of men don't know their dick is small. So this is for the ladies. Positions you can do. What? Because I'm trying to visualize it. That sounds painful. It no, it's not. Your dick. No, no, it doesn't stretch it. It just goes over your dick, and it's like ribbed. And oh, it just so gives it's it, more it gives it, girth. Yeah, it gives it a little girth. Okay. Because most of the time, women care about girth more than the length. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the tip is out. You remember those little Chinese finger traps mm-hmm. we used to have when we were little? It looks like that, and it goes over the... Taxi cabs or bookstores. If you do not bring value to the end consumer, you should be disrupted. Go ahead. Yeah, so you uh, talked a lot recently in some of your videos about, like, whoever can hold their breath the longest is going to win. And yes. so uh, can you, I guess, kind of, ex- like, elaborate on that? Yeah. What's fun about that for me here now is day one Vayner was super funny, you know, and the reality is I knew nothing about the advertising industry, uh, and I had to learn it, and I had to build, and so it's fun for me to be challenged. Hey, hey wipe the hey, donut hey, sugar hey, off your mouth, all right? Take a look at that. All of those dark marks, that's called hyperpigmentation, you know? And Coco Brulee, they got a scrub for that, and you should get it. Go to cocobrulee.com. Get your skin together. Fix those bumps, man. You gotta moisturize. Coco Brulee. Use it to moisturize your skin. Coco Brulee. Go get it right now. So that's monthly payments of $1,968. Okay? For 30 years. So over the full life of the mortgage, they're not paying... 500,000 for the property. They're paying 708,000. But let's make an assumption. You know, the Western world assumption is that property just goes up forever. So let's put that assumption in and say, okay, after 30 years, the property is going to be worth a million. Have you done what have you done well in that situation? Do you think you've done well in that situation? So you've paid over the 30 years, 708,000, property's worth a million, so you make a net 291 grand over 30 years. 
but you gave up your freedom in the process the whole time. So you obviously made money, that's undeniable, but you gave up your freedom in the process, okay? You were rewarded for giving up your freedom. Just need some motivation to get you through, huh? That's why you're listening to this. This is Bash Ninjas Radio, you know? And when I listen to it, I like to write in this thing called a Fujo. Also known as a food journal. And you know where I got it? I got it from Amazon. So just because I'm telling you to, go get it too. You need to get your thoughts together. Otherwise, why else are you listening to somebody else? <laughs> Duh. Do it now. 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 Do it now.